Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. Presented by Mosing Motor Cars. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. We are one week away, boys, from the Formula One United States Grand Prix. Yeah! <laughs> we are electric in the studio tonight. Oh, one man. week to go. All sorts of cool news going on. This is John Massengill. That was Jonathan Green. You heard screeching, and that's Les Kaiser with the deep tech. Coming in from Los Angeles. Jonathan just landed, what, 45 minutes ago. Got in the studio about a minute ago. And I want to do a shout-out to my buddy and good friend, Baraki, who took me from the airport in less than 14 seconds. <laughs> He's the f- I'll tell you what, with, with Speed City, Baraki, i tell you what, he should be hanging around the Formula One circuit because that yellow cab man can drive. And I think, I think that could be an extra entry. He could perhaps lead the field. <laughs> Around the track on the formation lap. Well, how was the Red Bull Global Rally Cross? The awesome. season finale, right? The championship the was decided season, today. Yeah, it was. Uh, yesterday. Um, and, yeah, fantastic. Uh, it went all the way down to the final heat of the final race of the final of the year. Uh, brilliant stuff. Scott Speed against Tanner Fast. They've been at each other, the two teammates from Andretti. Uh, Order Sport. Michael Andretti was there to witness it. Um, very cool. Um, and, yeah, it went right down to the very last heat. Uh, it pretty much, I mean, Scott Speed went in there with a 30-point lead. Uh, and you can get 50 points for the... For the so you it's know, possible. For, it, was- it was possible, but, I mean, it, it was unlikely. Speed just had to really show up, and he did. Uh, but he more than did because they got a 1-2 in the final, which, you know, Michael, Michael Andretti's going, yeah, that's how I like my teams to finish. <laughs> well, you know, we got to place a couple of these clips. We got tons of Formula One to talk about, obviously with F1 hitting Austin. In fact, Jonathan, you were in the airport just an hour ago, and you saw who Williams and, and Formula I saw both Ferrari and Williams. I knew it was Ferrari because two... Italians pushed me out of the way to look for their bags. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a Formula One mechanics. Were they flicking cigarette ashes? <laughs> and, of course, they were smoking heavily uh, and, um, you know, looking looking like a Ferrari men do. But uh, there was also a bag with Williams on it, Williams F1 on it. I was like, hey, they're here. That's so cool. They I are. love the fact that they're coming early now. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, I saw a message from Mark Sutton that he is actually on the Formula One jet. Now, what is that? I was going to ask you, buddy. Does yeah. it have a cool name like F11? F11? F1 sign F1. Yeah, flipping fast. I don't know, but. Well, uh, I tell you what it could be. Um, I know that for a fact that in the back in the day when Bernie was running it uh, at a, and Formula One, Formula One itself and all its stuff for the for the digital formula that do the, you know, that do the filming is based out of Biggin Hill, which is an airport that uh, Bernie owns. Um, okay. 
And so, yeah, very cool indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that. that hey, go, is, take, go take that call, John. Yeah, I'm going to take this call. Yeah. Hang on, the, my phone's ringing. The red phone's ringing. Uh, yeah, the red phone. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I went out there yesterday morning out Dakota and, uh, you know, just kind of browsing, checking out things, making sure. What's happening is what I'm expecting to happen is yeah. happening. It is. Just checking to make sure. Yeah, like I'm going to make a decision. No, 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 not there. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it, it is so cool seeing all the cargo equipment coming through, seeing the big suites get stood up. Everything is coming in, folks. Uh, you know, the, the big pieces are already definitely on the ground, <clears throat> and it's so cool to see all of it coming in. Folks are starting, I'm starting to get pings that, uh, hey, we're here, we're, what are we doing? Yeah. I'm going to work, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, a lot of things going on, you know, kicking off the race week, it's starting up, you're going to see all the folks coming in, all the different accents, so uh, be oh, prepared, man. folks. It, yeah, obviously, everything kicks off on Friday officially. No, but Thursday. Well, that's true. Yes. I'm going to argue that point. Okay. Well, then you tell them, my friend. <laughs> All righty. Team, you have heard us talking about this, and it's the Buxton Bash 2017, like it's never been done before, folks. And I'm talking big. This is really big. Uh, we've tied together. Speed City's going to open it, and uh, I guess we're the warm-up band. <laughs> Don't tell Jonathan he's going to sing and dance, but anyway. <laughs> so we're going to kick it off. We're going to all of the benefits and proceeds of this are going to the Susan G. Komen Austin community group here. <clears throat> it is a big part of it. All kinds of things are coming in. Let me tell you, there are two different things going on that night. You can join the Susan G. Komen raffle that's going on. Go to the Susan G. Komen Austin. It's komenaustin.org. And on their website, you'll see a pop-up for the raffle. They have added two awesome things in the past two days to it that are not listed there. But what you'll see on the website right now are a pair of VIP tickets to the concert. So you're not going to be standing out there with Riff Raff like me. <laughs> You've got, uh, to both concerts, a pair to Justin Timberlake, a pair to Stevie Wonder. There's also a pair of paddock passes. Ooh, that's cool. That, folks. I is, bet I have lots of people asking there's me There's a lot those. of chingly for that. Yeah. And that is cool. And so the two additional items that were just asked, added in the past two days, you've heard of Edge Addicts here in part of the Speed City family. They have donated a two-day driving experience on the Circuit of the Americas. And this will, you bring out your sports car. They will put a professional instructor on the car, in the car with you on track. They'll teach you that over the course of two days. You'll also have the garage. And so... You get treated like royalty on this, and so it's going to be amazing. The other thing they're giving away is uh, you've heard the uh, Shannon Fannin artwork we've talked about before and has been around some of our events. Giant, beautiful, realistic paintings. Well, <laughs> we are Those getting are awesome. Yeah, we are. Uh, she has donated a sofa-sized print of one of those paintings. This is thousand plus dollar print it's gorgeous it's already framed the framing was about i think it was five hundred dollars almost five hundred dollars so that's going to be in the raffle for susan g Komen austin sign up for that you don't have to be present to win that we'll take care of that uh that is going to be facebook live streamed when those names are announced will buxton and some of the speed city guys will announce that somewhere around nine o'clock on thursday night awesome. the next thing the baxton the buxton bash that is what you want to be here for. Everybody comes in, 
everybody that travels and goes to Will's places around the world knows that this is the cool kickoff event. Bucks and Bash is here in Austin on 6th Street. And what's the location? The Clearport. Clearport, yeah, that's Clearport a cool ATX. It's about two blocks towards Congress Avenue from I-35, so it's easy to find. Plenty of room. Get in there. They're going to be expecting you and giving away all types of Formula One goodies that uh, Will has collected from the paddock. And, uh, you know, when he does that, people come to Will's party because they know it's the fun place to be. So there's always drivers that come in and get up on stage and have fun and have fun with that. So, again, the doors open at 7 o'clock Thursday evening. Come join us. Have a good time. We are ready to go. All right. Well, Jonathan, you had, you took a phone call while we were on the air, and, and it was a buddy of yours? Apparently? It is a buddy of mine, and I managed to spend the whole weekend with him, uh, broadcasting alongside him, trying to impress him, uh, and nothing. Crickets. He ignored me. So he's called me up, and he's just landed in New York. I know that. And uh, he is, of course, NBC's very own Lee Diffie, the man, the myth, the legend that is Formula One here in Crikey. the United States. <laughs> How hey close boys. do you like hey it, boy. mate? Hey, boy. Hey, hey, boys. Boys. Yes. And this is this is plural, not counting Jonathan. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very dangerous statement to say that you're a friend of Jonathan. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Well, we know his bell bondsman, so. <laughs> yeah, Lee Diffie, the king of turtle racing, uh, whatever it is. I think it's called turtle racing. Either way, it ended me up in, in, in a mess. Fly, what is it called? Flying Green Turtle. Flying Green Turtle Racing, yes. Yeah. I stupidly wanted to take on the maestro that is Lee Diffie. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, I was just telling the boys. Scott Speed, uh, Andretti Autosport killed it, didn't they? Well, listen, I think... Um, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something very personal. When Scott Speed was in Formula One, I wasn't a fan. And when he went to NASCAR, I wasn't a fan. And... Um, now that I've got to know him through Global Rallycross, he is a really smart racer. Yeah, he is. And um, I have become a Scott Speed fan. And, um, yeah, he he is not only good, he's very clever. And, um, yeah, I, I, we didn't have the, the thrilling championship finale that we wanted, but he's a really, really clever racer. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I must admit, he's not the most personable guy, and I don't mind saying that in terms of he's not easy with the media. He doesn't do a lot of, uh, you know, he doesn't hang out like a lot of the um, other guys do. But boy, on the track, can he pull it off? He, he's amazing. He's methodical is what we saw here when they were here, and that I find just amazing. I mean, he's he's a very, uh, you know, planned out person, and, and even in the racing, you see it play out as well. He does it exactly what you said. He is so methodical. He plans it out. He he maps it out, and um, which is not good for us, like from an entertainment standpoint. But he uh, he does it from a racing standpoint, and he's like, well, I just need to do this, 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 and he, you um, have to admire that because he's. Um, yeah, and he's a, he's a difficult. He might be a little bit difficult, you know, as far as an inter, interview subject. Um, but my goodness, he is a he is a phenomenal racer. And um, uh, look, 
Michael Andretti, I was just talking to the other day. Michael has just invested in supercars. It's no longer called V8 supercars in Australia, but supercars. So um, he and Zach Brown, who is the executive director of McLaren Technology Group, um, have invested with Ryan Walkinshaw, who is the son of Tom Walkinshaw. Yeah. So now it's this this tri-point um, uh, supercar team in Australia. And I spoke to Michael Andretti the other day and Brian Herder, and he said, look, we're not going to send any staff down there, you know, but we're, we're involved from a, uh, an engineering standpoint. And he said, do you know who has been the biggest person who is just knocking down my door to be involved in the project? Scott Speed. Interesting. Nice. And I bet Scott you would be a fantastic uh, driver in that because, you know, it's the same kind of uh, discipline, if you will, uh, of the uh, rallycross because it takes, you know, you know from Bathurst and so on and so forth. It's, uh, you know, those touring cars are pretty wieldy, but they're powerful too, the V8s. Hey, listen, Lee, I know you're going between airports. One question for you. You'll be hosting NBC as always for Formula One. We're excited about the weekend ahead, of course, here in Austin. Um, what's your take? Will Lewis Hamilton... Uh, take the championship, or will Ferrari finally bounce back after what has been a rotten month? That's a really dangerous question, and it's a really dangerous answer. <laughs> but, but, um, but, 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 I, um, and we get grief. Yeah, myself, David Hobbs, Steve Matchett, Will Buxton, we get so much grief on social media about what our personal uh, thoughts or opinions are whether it be personal or professional. Yep. Um, I just think the way that the championship has swung since the end of the summer break I, I, and the affinity that Lewis has with, uh, with Coda, with Circuit of the Americas, I, I, I just think it's um, serendipitous. That I, th- I just think Lewis is going to win it. I think Lewis is going to win the race and win the title and just put it to bed. But wow. Yeah, yeah I, I think I it's hard think to bet against Lewis. He loves America. He does, you know, not just circuit the circuit of the Americas. He loves America so much, and uh, you know, like so so too does Daniel Ricciardo and um, Sergio Perez spends a lot of time in Southern California in addition to um, Mexico City. But you know, um, Sebastian not so much, Vettel not so much, and um, I just think uh, if you if you kind of I mean, you know, it's almost like Lego blocks. You know, I've got young children, and so <laughs> I see Lego blocks a lot. If you if you just put the Lego blocks together, I think I think it's probably going to be Lewis, Lewis, Lewis to win the race and Lewis to win the championship. Just just put it to bed with three to go. You know. Yeah, I agree. And listen, Lee, we've got to take a break, but I want one more question. How about this? Throw this out there into the stratosphere. Jensen Button to come and do Rallycross <laughs> for Honda next year. What do you think? Let let's talk about it after the break. <laughs> after the break. <laughs> All right, Lee Diffie, thank you so much for coming on the show, buddy. We're going to take a break, and we will talk to you soon. Talk to you in a second. Okay, All right, guys, thank you. All right, we'll be back after these short messages. It's Speed City Live in Austin, Texas.
Suzuki Augusta motorcycles are the epitome of Italian style, precisely crafted with a passion for two-wheel art on wheels. Ducati Austin are the only MV Augusta and Ducati factory authorized technicians in Austin, servicing all European brands. Check the Brutale Sport Naked, the most extreme essential naked bike ever. Or the Turismo Veloce 800, the first revolutionary tourer to be built by MV Augusta. Or if you want a pedigree steeped in racing, then look no further than the World Supersport winning triple F3, 675 and 800. Or go all out for the ultimate legendary F4 MV Augusta. Italian style with Texas soul. Trade-in, consignments welcome and financing available. Ducati Austin and the home of MV Augusta at 818 Breaker Lane, just east of I-35. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Your next chance at $1,000 is tomorrow at 7 a.m. on Top 1370. Hi, this is Mario Andretti, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City, presented by Mosing Motor Cars. Yeah, I, I, am, I told you he'd be dancing around the studio again. <laughs> Didn't Come I? on, Didn't Stevie. I? Okay, yeah, keep that Forget playing, that man. little That's motor awesome. race. I'm going to go and see Stevie Wonder. <laughs> hey, I've already put my name in the hat to introduce him. You're doing JT. I wanted to introduce Stevie. <laughs> man, Steve. I just want one of them to come in the commentary booth. And that'd be awesome. And I prefer Stevie. I think that'd be far more interesting to because he's blind, the fact that he would feel, smell, hear Formula One a, and get his take on that. He's a comic about being blinded. I know, he's like that. Have you seen his new piano? No, neither is he. I know it. But I'm... Come on. Horrible, horrible. No, no, no. It's Stevie. He likes to joke around. He does, he does. Hey, Les, tell us about Mosing, our sponsor right now. Okay, so you've heard Mosing Motorcars on here for years, but I'm really proud of these guys, what they've done. They have stepped up big time. And if you've heard me talk about playing in sports cars, specifically Cobra cars... They have become the premier dealer for Texas for the Superformance Mark III Cobras. They have, those are the ones with the authentic Carroll Shelby licensing yeah, behind If them. you're going to get a Cobra, Cobra replicar, that is the one. This is killer. And, yeah. you know, the, the other day they had, you buy them in different stages. You can buy them as a roller and, okay, you want to finish it up, throw your engine and transmission in, you want to do this, or you buy them turnkey, you're ready to take it to your weekend show nights and track days the next day this is killer so definitely when if you're coming through for formula one stop by mosing motor cars and check out all of that fleet oh there. man it's, that I, seriously it's dream material we went the first time we went i was like being in a candy store oh I mean, yeah he had, yeah. He had everything from ft40s to uh God, uh, Land Rovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was everything. He had the ZR, the old LT5 ZR1 in the corner that I lusted over. He, I mean, he's It everything. drove very well. You should have bought it. Oh, man, I know that car. It was tempting, <laughs> wasn't it? We, we have somebody else that has a different topic, though. 
All right, guys. Well, speaking of Formula One weekend, next weekend, of course, but obviously you get the Formula One cars, and there's all sorts of entertainment, Stevie and Justin Timberlake, but you've also got a couple of races going on besides F1, and one of them is the F4 U.S. Championship, and this our next guest is going to be racing in that. In fact, he just raced here in Austin during the... The WEC weekend. And this is like the equivalent of opening for Stevie Ray or Justin yeah. Timberlake when you're starting out in your career because these are the kids. This is the future of American motor racing. Yeah, we want to welcome to the show Jordan Sherritt. Jordan, welcome to Speed City. Hey, thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, you're quite welcome. We are very excited to have you back in Austin. And so, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your story. You obviously are racing in the Formula 4 championship here in the United States, but tell us about yeah. your career a little bit. Well, I started off in go-karts at the age of six and then basically worked my way up. And then, obviously, this is my first year in Formula Cars. So, uh, Formula 4 came about and it was like a great opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a great year. And, sure, can't wait to actually race at Code again. You know, like the last weekend that I, that I raced there was pretty spectacular, just being on it like a huge track. And, and I'm sure with F1, it's going to be quite something. Well, we got to ask you about all that, but I have to stop, pause here because when I Googled your name, uh, the first thing I saw was Jordan Sherritt passes 23 cars in his season debut earlier this year. 23 <laughs> cars? <laughs> was it the formation lap? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was quite something. Um, yeah, you know, just sure. I had a great car. The team gives me such a great car and, uh, you know, I had mega pace and yeah, it was just quite something else for my first race. I mean, after... After the race, I was just like so amazed. I was like, oh, did this really happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Listen, Sheridan, I'm very familiar with motor racing in South Africa. I spent a lot of time doing world superbikes out there. And, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I got a lot of good friends uh, in that world um, and a few on the four-wheel world. But what is it about you, Schechter, all these... Great South African racing drivers. You don't have that much opportunity out there. I know it's Kyle Army and there's a few others uh, circuit-wise, but um, tell me yeah. about growing up and, and how you got into motor racing. Well, um, so my dad, uh, my dad's grandparents actually raced those stock cars that they run in the circle that you buy and then you crash. So my dad, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. so my dad used to be there, like giving my or my. Uh, grandparents like spanners and stuff and then my dad kind of did some uh car or circuit car racing in this bmw but nothing too crazy and then one day my dad uh what's called brought home a little go-kart and yeah i've been hooked ever since that i haven't stopped <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah. that's awesome yeah well, I find it kind of interesting that, I mean, you did move away from the Oval, even though that's the lineage there. You know, <laughs> we kind of have this ongoing joke here on Speed City that uh, Oval racing doesn't get exciting until somebody turns right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad you figured out how to manipulate a right turn. So, yeah, exactly. so tell us, so you went through some karting and you came up into the Formula 4. Uh, is the United States Series the first one you've been in with Formula 4? Yeah, I mean, it's basically my first year driving cars. I mean, yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Uh, well, let me ask this you this. is competitive. Let, yeah. let me ask you this, because I've had a couple of your colleagues on. I had Brendan Leach on the other week, and we've got oh, him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good guy, and uh, obviously coming from New Zealand. Uh, so it's great that we've got f uh, folks from all over the world, including you and Dallas, Texas, uh, and all the rest of it. But let me ask you a question, because karting and slicks and wings are, couldn't be more different in terms of on a cart, you're muscling it around, you're letting the back end slide out, and it's all yeah. about full power, full power, full power, and trying not to break. Whereas yeah, exactly. this is all about F4, and you tell me because I've not raced, but it seems to me that the, you've got to have a very gentle touch. You can't muscle these cars or you'll get in trouble. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it's it's been quite a big learning experience adjusting, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's so like scary. Like, well, at first it was quite scary, like going through all the fast corners, and you have the rear just like sliding a little bit through. It was quite a weird sensation to get used to. But um, I think uh, now I think I've got it pretty waxed. But yeah, it's been yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, Jordan, I mean, you're the highest ranked rookie in the field, and you're third. And, I mean, this sounds like a, a fairy tale story. Jumping right into this and uh, kicking everybody's butt right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's been a flipping such a challenge to actually get used to the car and try actually like progress. I mean, I didn't really start off that well in the season, but well, I kind of did, but not really. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a flipping huge learning curve. And obviously, racing against like guys like Brandon Leach and all these well-named drivers from around the world, and to actually do well against them is quite a like. I mean, yeah, it's quite a, an amazing achievement. I think. So, yeah, it's been a pretty cool season so far. Tell us about your last experience at Coda because it's a tough track. It's a technical track. The Formula One drivers even struggle, especially in that first section. Uh, what did you learn that you can bring into this weekend, do you think? Um, you know, it's just like trying to get better exits off the corners and just trying to be very smooth. I think that's the trick of the track. Don't try to overdrive it because um, that's the worst. I mean, I learned the hard way. And, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing track. It's so crazy, yo. I mean, it's probably the best track I've ever driven at. Jordan, I got to ask you one question. Uh, tell me about yeah. the, the WEC weekend and f uh, upcoming Formula One. Did First of all, at WEC, did you get to, to meet some of the, uh, maybe some of the guys you've idolized in racing? And, and what do you expect to be able to, you know, I, I can't imagine if you were to run into like, you know, one of the superstars in Formula One in the pits, you know, like Lewis <laughs> yeah. Hamilton or some of those guys. What? How? How is that for you? It's got to be a dream come true. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's quite like it's so amazing that F4 actually put this together to actually race with such an such like probably the biggest racing series in the whole world. Um, and yeah, I mean, to meet one of these idols of mine like Lewis Hamilton or like Daniel Ricciardo is my favorite, to be honest. Yeah. I'd love to be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. Daniel is one of the nicest guys in the paddock, and he loves yeah. Austin. You just oh, got to okay. just come talk barbecue with him. You're in. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You, I'm listening to your voice, Jarrett, and uh, Jordan, excuse me, and, and watching everybody. When you, everybody, when you mentioned Daniel Ricardo's name, everybody instantly smiled. I could hear it in your voice. He's just so much fun. I mean, he's obviously yeah. one of the very best drivers in Formula One, and and uh, but he's such a great guy too. Hey. Jordan last year, here's how here's what it's like for him. He actually came and you know, Austin is a big food truck town. Yeah. They put him to work in one and <laughs> filmed him and had him trying to work one. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, listen, Jordan, I'm not one to give advice, but I have to say, I did know Daniel Ricciardo before he was anybody because I met him, I was doing the Formula BMW in Asia, uh, and he came with Earl Bamba uh, and Sam Abe to to race in Asia, and uh, he had that that smile and that fun thing about him, which you've got, clearly, I can hear yeah. in your voice, you're a lot of fun. So don't lose it yeah. because look at Daniel Ricciardo and look at what it's doing for his career because the bottom line is he is not only fast, because all of you are fast, but he's got a great personality and Liberty Media are certainly noticing that because he's literally uh, leading the sport at the moment in terms of personality. Yeah, no, he's something else. Like, you know, I, I, like idolize him in every single thing that he does, like, I look up to him so much. Well, hey, Jordan, I want you to stick with us through the break because we got to uh, do some quick commercials here, but I want to hear more about what you're talking about. You're a fun kid. I want to keep you on the show a little longer, so stick with us through the break. You're listening to Speed City Live in Austin, Texas, back after these quick messages. If you've ridden motorcycles in this part of the country for long, no doubt you know of Bud's Motorcycle Shop. Bud left this world a while back, but his legendary Harley service rides on. No longer is Bud's in downtown Austin, it is now Ravel's Heavy Duty, and they've moved out by the Formula One track. You'll see all the familiar faces, so bring in your new, used, and abused, but there's no sign of shiny showroom prices. So check it out at RavelsHeavyDuty.com. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. The Racetrack. It's where legends are born, where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin, and Rolls-Royce motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles, whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey, because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road. Hi, Brendan Hartley. This is Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City, presented by Mosing Motor Cars. Man, I think that new announcer is more enthusiastic than you are. I, well, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bring Buffer on. I'm ready. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Look the, out. Yeah. Michael Buffer and Jonathan Green in the same venue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to race. <laughs> yeah, y'all heard about that, I'm assuming. The guy that does Let's Get Ready to that one. Well, that, yeah. that guy, he's going to be calling, uh, announcing the race, kind of indie style here yeah. at Circuit of the Americas. So that ought to be really What is he actually going to say, though? I, I, I'm curious. And you know, we can't say what he says, by the way. You were out you last week. You do know week, that. Yeah, so. yeah. Don't, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, you don't want to go there. Um, uh, but how about Brendan Hartley? We're going to talk about that when we've talked talk to our, our, our very interesting guest. Because Brendan Hartley, talk about living the uh, dream. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've 
got a, an opinion on this, Jordan. What a great story. Here's a kid who came up through from uh, New Zealand and, you know, what's Toyota Racing Series, uh, raced um, here in the States in IMSA. He's actually, well, we'll talk about him in a minute. Jordan, what do you think of that story about uh, Brendan getting the, 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 the nod at Toro Rosso? Yeah, you know, that's quite an amazing like story. You know, obviously coming from the grassroots in New Zealand where there's not that much and making it to like, obviously my goal is quite something, I guess, hard work and all other like, I don't know, he's just an amazing driver and obviously hard work pays off and this is like a perfect example of it. Yeah, well, we saw him for the first time. I saw him at Coda. I mean, this was way back, maybe 12 or 13, probably 13, 2013. Yeah, he we was, saw uh, him and he was driving a cup car. Yeah, and he was he was ripping up through the field and passing everybody. He got to the he lead. almost won. And he, then, yeah, and he crashed out with what a couple laps two to laps go. to go. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. since gone on to win three in a row. The last three row, years of coming to WEC. So I'll tell you what, it's a, a genius decision because the kid knows the track. Uh, no yeah. question, he's won here for that, in that one a nine one nine three times. I say, Jordan, if you get a chance to talk to a driver, make it Brendan because I think that might be the guy that can tell you about this track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, at the WEC weekend, uh, Brendan and I actually, Brendan Leach and I are pretty good friends, and we actually went to the grid, and Brendan started speaking to um, Brendan Hartley, so that was actually a pretty cool experience. I was, like, right there with him and, like, team, and, I mean, sure, it's, yeah, it's well, crazy. Well, Jordan, I've got a question for you. Speaking of this kind of moving up through the ladder, what are your dreams and goals? I mean, you know, what's, what exactly are you trying to do? Um. I think my ultimate goal is to get to IndyCar. I think F1 is a bit more political and very like tightly connected. So I don't think that's a probably a, a, a dream. What well, is a dream? But it's not really a realistic goal. So I think IndyCar is where I want to go. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's a few South Africans that have gone that way, and a few and a few de- Texans. So tell us, what's life like in Dallas? Because in terms of a race scene, I mean, Dallas, like Austin, isn't known for its racing. I mean, obviously they've got the Texas Motor Speedway, and we've got the Formula One track. But in terms of the culture, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not a North Carolina or, uh, you know, Carol, yeah, or Indy or California. So what's it like yeah. up there in terms of, um, I don't know, either training, practicing? What do you, what do you do? Um. Well, first of all, it's, I mean, it's an amazing place coming from South Africa where it's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, uh, I mean, the racing scene's pretty big. Uh, I go to the karting track. It's called Dallas Karting Complex, and I go do a couple of laps in my go-kart, try to keep that going to get my fitness up. And, yeah, I just train a little bit here and there, ride the bicycle. And, yeah, um, yeah, it's a pretty cool place. I absolutely love it. Well, Jordan, I know that uh, this upcoming weekend, I just was thinking we were talking a while ago about sharing the stage out there with the Formula One guys, but you're also going to be sharing the stage with two of the biggest music acts on the planet with Justin Timberlake and Stevie Wonder. I mean, really, you're you're part of this whole thing. This has just got to blow your mind. I know. It's absolutely incredible. You know, I'm so blessed to even be a part of this series, and, and now we get this opportunity. I mean, it's absolutely, I mean... Mind-blowing, to be honest. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get you. I'm going to put you on the spot as well. We mentioned Daniel Ricciardo. We put Brad, we, we mentioned uh, Brendan Hartley. But what about the F1 title? Uh, what's your take on what 
it has been a ridiculous season for Vettel, who really has blown it. I mean, are you happy that it's Hamilton? Are you sad for Ferrari? What What are your thoughts on on the Formula One scene? Yeah, you know, it's been quite a crazy year. Um, yeah, I guess uh, Ferrari's had the issues, but uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think Hamilton's good car. You know, he's he's very consistent. Doesn't put a wheel off here and there. Um, Vettel is a bit of a. To be honest, I think he's. Oh, I don't even know. I think maybe he can come back, but I'm not too sure. It just depends on the uh, the the Ferrari and how it goes with its performance wires and stuff. But huh, yeah. maybe Vettel can come back. But I think Hamilton's got it in the bag. To be honest. Well, Jordan Sherry, we want to thank you for coming on Speed City. And when are you coming to Austin, by the way? When are you going to get here? I'm getting here. I think I'm getting there on Thursday morning. Yeah. Thursday morning. Perfect. Yeah. Well, don't make plans for Thursday night because we're going to give you your plans. Thursday night. Thursday night, you're coming to, yeah. The Buxton Bash is, is where all the... Is dr- to go to the Buxton Bash? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> we, got, we got a Sharpie marker. We'll put an X on his hand if needed. The Buxton okay. Bash is where drivers come and the F1 notables, and it's a great celebration kickoff for the race week. It is on 6th Street at Clearport ATX. Doors open at 7. All you drivers, y'all need to be there about 9 o'clock. We're going to be giving away all kinds of stuff. But uh, uh, Yeah, and we'll introduce you to Will Buxton himself yeah, and the crowd. Because Will Buxton's Will. the F- oh, awesome. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, in a few more, few more years, he'll be like, oh, yeah, we met, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, so. Jordan Sherrod, thanks yeah. for coming on Speed City, buddy, and we will see you on Thursday, buddy. Cool. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Travel safe, buddy. No problem. All right, guys. So I want to talk about, obviously, we've got Stevie Wonder and Justin Timberlake, but y'all know there's 30 (laughs) other bands that are going to be there? I'm not even going to try to go down the list or anything, but... Oh, I'll I'll tell you, my apps... Okay, so, yeah, I'm the guy that goes to all the live music. Here's the one y'all need to go see, flat out. There are brothers. One's 20, one is 18. They're known as the Peterson Brothers. If you like good old Austin Steve Ray Vaughan style of blues music, oh, really? guitar blues, you need to see these yeah, guys. Why haven't, you, why haven't you hooked me up with that before? You, you look, you just barely got your green card. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You can't handle oh, that like, kind of oh, music. Wait, so I'm not really truly a Texan yet. <laughs> you're right. Hey, it, it's one thing Steve to cross the border. I'll tell you that. Know, it's one thing about... to cross the border, get your card, get in between man, the wall, and get over tough, here. you guys are tough, man. It's I'll another step to be Texan, They buddy. do say it's a lone star state of mind, don't they? <laughs> Gosh, you yeah, can't even say it right yet. Come on now. Obviously, that's going to be a huge part of the weekend. It is. And it's all kinds of music. And I tell you what, get What, they got both kinds, country and western? (laughs) And that's why he can't have his texting card, folks. You started it. That's right. 30-plus bands all over playing throughout the weekend, uh, especially Saturday and Sunday. Get around, check out the stages, see there's there's a great page within the Circle of America's website, has a listing of the bands. You can uh, play a sample of their music, see who you want to see. And I tell you, I cannot brag enough on the Peterson Brothers. They are going to be bigger than they are now, and you will wish you have seen them here. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to talk a little serious Formula One. And yeah. Jonathan, you've been asking this question of everybody on the show so far, but I want to ask you that. And, I, you know, what do you think? Obviously, uh, Diffie was right about Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got the uh, the inside the line. The is he's right, yeah. You know, he's, he's just dominated here, and he, he loves America. He wants to win here. 
But we all know how quickly these things can turn. And there's a little, I know this is insane to even talk about in the seven-day forecast. But there's a little forecast of possible rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's just a you know, thing like that. A little bit of rain can throw the whole thing upside down. Uh, and so can an engine change. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Um, that is the only thing. Both Inga and Will Buxton mentioned that in our interviews in the last few weeks. Uh, that's the only Achilles heel because, and, and I think, I guess your question is, what, what do I think of both Ferrari and, uh, and Mercedes? Or at least... Or does Ferrari have a chip? Could they possibly come back? And Yes, they could if they get their act together. But I, I, I mean, I have to say, having listened to Will, and if you haven't listened to our SoundCloud um, interviews, uh, and we've got one we're going to play for you in a minute, but, uh, you know, um, Ferrari are in a mess. And I agree with Will. We'll hear that interview with Will. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think Ferrari are basically at six sixes and sevens, as we say in the UK, um, and aren't what they used to be. The car is good enough. Yeah. The car is good enough, but you, you can't all, have all six spark, spark plugs, plugs yeah. in a $400 million. I mean, come on, guys. Your spark plugs work in your car, right? I mean, you know, it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, you know, they've had too many of these simple problems. I will say one thing about uh, Lewis Hamilton that I am amazed about is just how he hasn't lost that touch of absolute sheer and Ayrton Senna-like, Michael Schumacher-like determination. Because three world titles, he's a bit of a pop star in his own right. Um, You know, he bebops around from, you know, swimming in the islands to New York City, goes to the concerts, he's friends with the rappers. You know, you could lose your touch, you could lose your edge. He has not. And, um, you know, that's what I think is really amazing about Lewis Hamilton is that when it comes to putting that helmet on, he's a different guy. Yeah, and it's funny you say that because after he won here in Austin, and that's when Nico Rosberg immediately won the, the final two races of the season, there was a little bit of that going on, you know, a little bit of that, you know, superstardom, and is he going to lose his edge? And you know why I say that? It's because I don't think this championship was won and lost back uh, in the last few races in Singapore or Malaysia. I think it was lost in Azerbaijan when Vettel lost it mm, and crashed yeah. into Hamilton. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good that's call. And that's what I mean by, you know, those are the mistakes that a champion does not make. And I know he's a four-time champion, but we've heard on the radio, I mean, Vettel has almost become Italian. <laughs> he's very fiery, yeah. very quick to react. And I think it's let him down. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, he's a fantastic racing driver. But I think this season, it, he'll, he'll look back and he'll have a long, deep thought and think, I blew it. Yeah. Well, as we know, things can turn. So we'll, oh, yeah. We'll, don't, we'll, don't count him out. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> count him out yet. But uh, obviously that's going to be the story of the weekend to watch. Uh, obviously, big, other big stories, Jonathan. Brendan Hartley, of course, racing for Toro Rosso. Um, I, I, I also, can, can, I, can I just fill in the, the blanks a little bit? Because there's a few people probably thinking, what's this sports car guy doing in Formula One? Oh, yeah, and is, this is a weird story. I mean, we all know he's good, but let me tell you about Brendan Hartley. Brendan Hartley was the first ever winner of a Toyota Racing Series race uh, and, and at a 16 or 17, something like that. So he was a wonder kid straight off the, out, out of the box and immediately was picked up by the Red Bull Junior team uh, and was on their program. Now, they let him go, which was a big mistake, um, I think. Mercedes picked him up, and for the next couple of years, he was actually the simulator driver for F1 Mercedes. And in fact, basically set up the car 
on a simulator for the likes of Rosberg and um, Hamilton, especially at new tracks where they'd never been to. So his was a big role. He was then picked up by IMSA, uh, did the IMSA, you know, and Porsche. Uh, and as, as you say, the rest is history. He's a world champion and uh, he's going to be a world champion. Um, he has won here with Ferrari, with, excuse me, with uh, Porsche, um, with Weber, with Bamba, with, you know, he's just, I mean, Juan Le Mans, Un- unbelievable career. He's just 27. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's the right guy for the job. So that just fills in the blanks of people who've never really heard of his single-seater prowess. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, obviously, factory Porsche driver, all this, the wins at Le Mans, everything else, the success, just phenomenal. But that is a good point to fill in the blanks. Well, guys, I'll, I'll say he's another one of those that is as friendly as can be in the paddock and around the, the course. It's yeah. just... And, and looks like a skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah, he does. You know? that would, that would, when I first met him, he had this bushy blonde hair sticking out it's in all which way. Now. And he did. I said, I remember saying to his manager at the time, my word, he does. He looks as though he's just, he looks like a, he looks like Surfer a rabbit boy. who's just woken up. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. He kind of like, oh, Hartley hi. hair. Hartley hair. Uh, great guy, though. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've we got to talk. I know it's F1 weekend in a week, but the MotoGP race today the was best. phenomenal. Oh, fine. Rub it in. I was, I was working. I know you were working Red Bull today, but Rallycross. But I was man. working, watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, guys, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Listen to Speed City. We will be back after these messages. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself, Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Ambia Gusta motorcycles are the epitome of Italian style, precisely crafted with a passion for two-wheel art on wheels. Ducati Austin are the only Ambia Gusta and Ducati factory authorized technicians in Austin, servicing all European brands. Check the Brutali Sport Naked, the most extreme essential naked bike ever. Or the Turismo Veloce 800, the first revolutionary tourer to be built by Ambia Gusta. Or if you want a pedigree steeped in racing, then look no further than the World Supersport winning triple F3, 675 and 800. Or go all out for the ultimate legendary F4 MV Augusta. Italian style with Texas soul. Trading, consignments welcome and financing available. To Caddy Austin and the home of MV Augusta at 818 Breaker Lane, just east of I-35. On air, online, and on your smart device. Talk 1370 is the right choice. Hi there, my name's Derek Bell. This is Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City, presented by Mosing Motor Cars. Welcome back to Speed City. Yeah. 
We got Formula One in one week, and we're still going down some of the Formula One stories. Hey, and uh, if you haven't seen our countdown, if you're not on our social media, go to Speedcaster, because we're doing a special, we have been doing a special countdown for the last two weeks, where we've got uh, literally uh, bespoke interviews, exclusive interviews, with the likes of Buxton, Inga, and of course the F4 guys. So, um, yeah, and, and it's a great way to kind of get yourself revved up for the F1, because that's what all we're talking about in these interviews in the countdown. Yeah, in fact, let's play a clip. We've got a clip that Will Buxton's been on the show a couple times in the last three weeks, and he was talking about Arriva Benny. Arriva Benny, Arriva Exactly, thank you. <laughs> and so let's hear from Will Buxton. I will ask you this, though. What is, I mean, is this just a catalogue of sad mistakes that have just kind of multiplied, you know, Singapore, now, uh, Malaysia, and now Japan? Or is there something rotten in the state of Denmark, so to speak, i.e., is there something wrong at Maranello? I don't, I, it's really difficult. I asked Kimmy that yesterday after the race, and he said that things are much better now than they were in the years when he was winning the world championship, and he has total faith and confidence, and he was actually really good for once. He actually opened up and was really effusive about the team. Um, but then you've got sort of, then you've got members of the team, you've got sort of, you know, your Arriva Benes and people like that um, uh, saying, well, you have to understand we're a very young team, and, you know, when we're, we're still finding our way. And you're like, you're Ferrari, you've done every Grand Prix ever. Ever. What are you talking about? And, you know, yes, it sort of mean that we're a young team and that we've, we've changed a lot of things at the team and we've changed a lot of people. But I don't, I don't see how you just lose all of that knowledge, all of that know-how, all of those processes that created bulletproof cars in the past. I don't know how you, how you lose that. I... To be completely honest with you, I'm I'm not convinced with Arriva Bene's management style. I don't think anybody, well, I don't think many people are. It's divisive. It's ruled by fear. And I don't think that that is conducive to creating a a, a harmonious, positive attitude at, at the team. It's how he's always been. Um, there are some talks, some questions as to whether or not he will be at the team next year uh, in the position that he holds. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly looking at it from the inside, it is, it's not the way that I think any of the other teams are run and it doesn't look like a happy place to be. And it is... And it, it, yeah, Jonathan, that's going to be an interesting story to watch. Yeah, well, Buxton, obviously the insider when it comes to F1. He's at, he's been at the, all the races for the last 15 years, quite literally. Um, well, and if Will is I think saying... I said 17, actually. Yeah, probably. And the thing that I find different, getting to watch him work, and the reason we get information like this from him that we don't get it from anybody else, is that he's got a respectful relationship with the drivers. Yeah. It's different. The teams. He's yeah. not just egging on to get something punchy to say or whatever. You know, they, they know that Will's not going to throw him under the bus. He's going to talk business, and he's going to – he will ask a hard question of you. And, and he won't let you go until you answer it either. Yeah, yeah, Fernando's learning that lesson. And by the way, uh, you know, he is not afraid. He's a nice guy, but he's not afraid to go to the jugular. And as we heard, and we heard Lee on the show earlier, you know, it's not easy when you're in a position uh, on network television um, to give your own opinions because that's not what you're paid to do. You're paid to present the show. You're paid to – tell a story um, and that's what so I think insightful and, and inciting for, for us to get a, 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 their views their actual views and, and, and you know that's his opinion that Arriva Benny is out but I'll tell you what that's good authority as far as I'm concerned because if Will says it ain't right and it's not working then I believe him hey so you know if we didn't ask Will the questions you want to ask 
The Buxton Bash yes. is a place for you to ask yeah. the questions. Good point. And, you know, let me say that there's one rule we ask you to abide by, and that's please don't stream, please don't record, because you're going to get honest answers right up until the time somebody sees yeah. you videotaping. Yeah, good point. And, that's a good point. You know, right it's, <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to play the network card. He doesn't have to play any of this. And, you know, I'll tell you, Will gets other people to show up and get on stage and have those discussions and answer those questions. And they do take questions from the audience primarily, I'll tell you. It's not listening to what the three of us guys are going to ask him. It's it's your question. All right, well, let's talk some MotoGP because the race today in Japan, it was wet all race. And, oh, my gosh, it was phenomenal. With Marquez and Andrea Davizioso, who won the race, battling on that last lap, it was it was classic Marquez. I mean, it was reminding me of the Marquez and oh yeah and uh, Rossi, Rossi battles. battles. Man, it was it was phenomenal. Hey, you know, all over. <coughs> Excuse me, and I'll tell you, fantastic from the beginning to the end of the race. I mean, you know, uh, Colin would be proud. It was a sphincter racing day. <laughs> This things were so tight, they were so wet. Oh, where are you oh, going? Oh my God, wait a minute, that went wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, let's okay. get away raining, from the, uh, raining, raining all from over the, the place, bombs, shall we? Raining all. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all we're show tonight. <laughs> we'll take a short Oops. break. <laughs> raining in Japan. That's probably let's refresh. Raining from Japan. So there's a Japs eye line there somewhere, right? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm at a loss. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> It was an incredible race, and, and at the and, thanks, Les. Thanks for coming. Thanks for playing. Oh my gosh! Um, oh, there's a woman from HR here. Oh <laughs> uh, well, where are we out of the season now? We've got. I tell Marquez you what, the big, I have not seen the race, but I know the result, and I'll tell you what, I am just amazed at what Dovi is doing on that bike. Because there's there's a real duopoly here, which is Lorenzo is failing, not failing, but should be the guy leading the Ducati charge. He's the number one driver. He's the, uh, if you will, the Vettel uh, of the whole thing. Um, but, um, you know, um, the big story is he's not getting the wins. And the truth is the guy getting the wins is leading the championship. And Ducati could get their first world championship in a long time since Casey Stoner with this kid, Divisioso, and he is an Italian. Wow, what a story. I know. It's what the points now are 244 for Marquez, 233 for Divisioso. I mean, Jonathan, how how long has it been since we've been this late in the season? With I mean, virtually the, the championship is completely up in the air. Yeah, it is. And it's going all the way. To be honest, it's, a, it's about as close as when Hayden and um, Rossi uh, went all the way down to the wire. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's 2006. I mean, we haven't had this close a year for a while. You know, when Marquez has been leading with Honda, he's been dominant. When Yamaha are dominant, they've been, you know, streets ahead of everybody else. So... Uh, Ducati have not dominated the way that those other two manufacturers have. But boy, uh, what a season we've got. And there's more great races to come. Watch today's race. Promac Ducati is right there third, too. Sit the down end. on your bum and watch it. Okay, that's it. We're not going down that path anymore. So, yes, uh, Jonathan, you were earlier today, you were in Los Angeles for the race yesterday for the championship I was. for the Red Bull Rallycross. Scott Speed, we, we touched on this before Lee Diffie came on the show, but Scott Speed won the championship this weekend. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's been, it's Fatsy. He won his third championship in a row here in LA and um, did it in style too. Um, he 
has been, well, the Andretti Autosport team have been dominant for the last few years. No one can hold a candle to them. Uh, um, Honda are getting closer, Subaru are getting closer, and Ford are ever-present. Uh, Ford take the odd win here or there. Uh, and Steve Arpin almost built um, a championship challenge. Um, but in the end, it was Tanner Faust and his teammate, Scott Speed, all the way to the finish. And really, the only man that could beat Speed to the championship was Tanner Faust. Tanner Faust did the job uh, that he was supposed to do, which is lead every race he could and, you know, get to the final and win the final, but it wasn't enough since Scott Speed took the championship. All right, well, let's hear this clip from uh, that you, interview you did with Scott Speed. Okay, Speed City fans, I'm here with the champion of 2017, Scott Speed, and did it in style. There's no question about it. You came in with a big points lead, but there was moments there where Tanner was going so well that you kind of must have thought to yourself, I better stay in here because uh, it was touch and go. You still had to finish that final. <laughs> yeah, no, I had no, I mean, honestly, at no point in time in the last three weekends we concerned with any other car on the track other than our own. And it's been like that for the last three years. We really do a good job of focusing on our equipment. When I get on the track, I'm, I'm all business. And there isn't a move that's done throughout the year that's not calculated. And I think that's a lot of the success we've had over the long period of time where, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, produced these championships. For the last three weekends now, with the lead we had, it was ours to give away. And we didn't get, I mean, we gave away very little from what we could have. And we didn't make any mistakes. Car worked flawlessly, and uh, and the guys uh, the guys out there raced me super fair. So it was, uh, you know, the job was relatively easy. Jonathan, uh, that was uh, an incredible season with those guys. I know you had a blast. I did, and in fact, how about this for a story? We just had a new partner announced for next year, I Racing, and we are going to have an I Racing game with Ooh. with the, those cars and with the proper liveries. So. Get registered, iRacing. I've got my registration right here, uh, and we're all going iRacing next year. All right, guys. Well, we got to shut her down, but of course, tune in next weekend for the race itself, two o'clock, right here on AM 1370. We appreciate you tuning in. We didn't get shut down tonight. Almost, the program director stuck his head around the corner. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Come to we'll Bucks and Bash. <laughs> It'll be better. We'll see you Thursday night. Talk to you soon. Yours. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.